Welcome to the Explore More podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Plaskett, and I'm so excited that you can join with me today. So what is the Explore More podcast? This podcast is dedicated to exploring the transformational human experiences that allow us to become the full expression of who we are. We look at the actions that get us there. We dig deep into topics that remove barriers towards progress so that we can all become the fullest expression of ourselves. I firmly believe that if we can get on a path of becoming the fullest expression of ourselves individually, not only can we become uh, make significant progress within our own lives, but we can make significant progress in our communities for the greater good of all. So that's what this podcast is about. We're going to explore that in each and every single episode to make you an enriched person. And we're going to dig right in into today's episode. I remember sitting on my couch, binge watching martial arts movies. And this was before binge watching was even a term. In fact, I was popping VHSs uh, in and out of the VCR player uh, to be able to watch all of these movies. See, my, my, my movie of choice back then was, were martial arts movies. And at the time, Steven Seagal was the premier martial artist on the scene. Right. It seems like he had movie after movie after movie and I seem like I watched them all. I consumed them all. What fascinated me about uh, the Steven Seagal martial arts movies was the way that he moved, his style of martial arts. Right? It would always seem like no matter what, and, and Steven Seagal is a big guy, and no matter what, that he would try to defuse the situation. He didn't want to actually get into the engagement. But if he did, if he got into the fight, he finished it. That was, at at the end of the day, he finished it. But even in his movements, even in his fighting, uh, he still did it in such a graceful manner that it actually made the the opponent look really embarrassing, right? Because they were actually fighting against themselves, or it would look like they were fighting against themselves because the way that Steven Seagal was moving. I later found out that his martial arts form is called Aikido. And Aikido is a Japanese martial arts form, a rather modern one. Um, and, its, and its premise is to utilize the opponent's energy against themselves. Right? And in fact, its goal is not to hurt uh, the opponent right? and to reduce the amount of energy expended um, from the person utilizing the martial arts form. So I really saw his martial arts form as a, as a beautiful uh, analogy of trying to defuse situations and turn a negative energy into a positive one on his behalf. And that's the same exact methodology that we can use when it comes to our negative emotions. See, I recently had a coaching conversation with my coach. Um, every good coach has a, has a coach themselves. And my coach, and we, and we were digging into the topic of negative emotions. I myself was possessed with negative emotions, um, and I was having a tough time clearing through them. As much as I knew what I had to do, and that I still had a tough time clearing through it. 
And in our conversation, what, what we ended up with was, was right back to this analogy of using Aikido as a means of taking the negative energy and shifting it for our purposes of forward progression. And I thought that was helpful to be able to share today, right? So I want to be able to dig in how to use negative emotions and shift them into a positive light so that we can have forward progression. So the greatest thing that you and I hold are our goals, our goals of forward progression, right? A goal in and of itself is going from a state of here to there. And this there, there's, a, there's often a lot of unknown and the space in between is often a lot of unknown. And as we're looking at these unknown points, it, it tends to be um, scary at times, tends to be frightening, tends to be a thing that causes us to have paralyzing emotions. We've talked about this before. And in that scare, in that fear, in that paralyzing emotions, we don't move, right? It's exactly what it's called, paralyzing emotions. We find excuses, we run um, ragged in our minds and we try to figure out a way to validate our feelings. And right now our feelings are, are feelings of fear, feelings of fright, um, feelings of paralysis. So what we need to do is be able to take that energy, because there's energy in everything, and there's certainly energy in your negative emotions, and we need to be able to figure out how we can shift it. We can shift it to a more positive space. So what comes to mind in this all is, is really a, a three-part um, framework, if you would. And, and it's really what I call AFF, right? And I wish I had a fancier name for it, but I don't. It's AFF. The first thing is awareness. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll always say it because awareness is a significant portion of the battle. In fact, it's like G.I. Joe says, knowing is half the battle. So to have an awareness um, of, of what the fear is, right? And to go a level deeper, why the fear exists, right? So I am scared. Why am I scared? What am I fearful of? Um, I'm fearful of the unknown, the space between here and there. So then what can we do about this, right? The only way to make unknown um, less frightening is to make it known. So the, the question becomes, you know, what is the next positive step that we can take, right? It doesn't have to be a big step. It doesn't have to be a significant step, but it has to be a step of forward progression. So it has to be a positive step that's going to get us trajectory, get us moving, get us get building confidence and momentum so that we can take the next step. So in, in order to do that, we need to have focus on the positive outcome. So that's the second part of this framework. First is awareness. Second is focus on the positive outcome. See, it's, it's really on the other side of fear is the results that you're looking for. Right? And if we can move past fear, then we can then see the results or realize the results that we're looking for. So at times, you know, there, there are, um, and I forget what they're called, but horses, they have these, these blinders, if you wouldn't, um, that keeps them focused on racing horses, keep them focused on the thing that is ahead of them. So they're not distracted to the thing that's to the left or nor to the right. And what that does is that it allows them to be focused on the end goal. 
right? So if we are able to focus on the positive outcome that we're looking on, then the fear that's before us um, can be removed to the left and to the right and we can be focused on a positive outcome. So then the third part of this formula, if you would, this framework is to have faith. At the end of the day, um, the awareness and the focus can only go but so far. You have to be able to kick yourself into high gear, if you would. And, and the only way to do that that I have come to find out is really to have faith. Faith in yourself, faith in the process, faith in the outcome or the, or the benefits of that outcome, faith in a higher being. You see, when we rely too much on ourselves, we can then find the excuses of ourselves. We can find the excuses that allows us to stay stagnant. But when we can come out of ourselves and trust the process, which is external to us, trust the benefits of realizing those positive outcomes, which again are external to us. If we can come out of ourselves and trust a higher being, which again is external to us, then we can realize the, the positive outcomes. So first of all is awareness, second is focus on a positive outcome, and the third is faith. I remember this story that Will Smith, uh, the actor Will Smith says, um, he talks about how he's hanging out with his friends and they talk about going skydiving the next day. You know, he's all in for it, at least on the outside. In the inside, he is frightened, he is deadly frightened. He talks about how he goes home that night and he um, doesn't have a good restful sleep because he has this scared thought on his mind about jumping out of a plane. Now, I, I, I can't blame him whatsoever. I would be frightened myself. But what he describes next is pretty profound, pretty interesting, right? He describes going up into the plane, going up the plane, going up into the sky, and he's right there at the door frightened that the door is open on a plane which is not a common occurrence and then once he's basically pushed out of the plane he has total and complete bliss he questions why was he building up this idea of fear that was causing him to be have anxiety and causing him to be fearful of what was about to happen when it actually did not happen, right? The, the actual event didn't happen yet. He was building up this idea and this thought of what it would happen and creating this anxiety on top of himself. And when, when he actually experienced it, it was nothing like what he imagined. So many other times that we, this, this fear of the unknown causes us to have such an anxiety. And we build up this story in our head and it causes us to, to be paralyzed. But if we can get on the other side of fear, then we can realize the positive outcomes that we are striving for. So if I can implore you to do anything today, is to take a look at this framework as it applies to your life. How you can first become aware and then deeply aware. How you can then become focused on your positive outcome and then how you can rely on faith to move that step forward. I'm Ralph Plaskett. I'm so excited to be able to share this information with you. Visit me on ralphplaskett.com for more information and I can't wait to talk to you in the comments below.